and thank you guys again for joining us. So I'm sure that a lot of you are probably here because this video description says giveaway in it. <laughs> so let's just cut right to it. So today's episode is going to be about the Amazon conspiracy, as I like to call it. And as you may have guessed it, I'm going to be giving away a $10 gift card to Amazon.com, you know, to feed into the consumerism and, and, and uh, get you spied on if you want to be in on it as well. <laughs> So all you need to do to enter is give us your firstborn child. Yes, please. Okay. <laughs> okay, but really, all you need to do is subscribe. It's easy. So if you're already on YouTube, just go ahead and hit that little red button, subscribe, hang out with us. If you're not on YouTube, you're probably on Google Play or something like that. But come on over to YouTube. I'll link to it and subscribe. And um, on Friday, I'm going to go ahead and pick a random person and they're going to get that gift card. So moving forward from there, now that we got that nasty business out of the way. So Amazon, what do you know about Amazon? We purchase everything through Amazon. <laughs> Way too many things from Amazon. 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 <laughs> exactly. <It's> my favorite. <laughs> Okay, so Amazon was founded in 1994, which is crazy to think about because you don't even really think about the internet existing. That's, so weird. That's like yeah. AOL time. Mm -hmm. um, by Jeff Bezos or Bezos, you know I, like, I don't look up the like pronunciation. Bezos. Let's go with that. Jeff Bezos. <laughs> so it started as a. Um, it only event, at first sold books, so it was like um, a big competitor for Barnes and Noble and things right. like that. And that's why Barnes and Noble still with the Nook and the Kindle with Amazon are still huge competitors mm -hmm. because they both started in that industry. Um, so then eventually they moved on to like DVDs, video games, clothes, and then eventually all the shit that we see on there now. In 1999, so five years after Amazon was founded, Jeff Bezos was named Person of the Year by Time Magazine. Wow. Yeah, so that was a pretty big accomplishment. It was because he kind of, he was kind of the first online retailer. I mean, them, Amazon and eBay were really the two big ones that came out and made online shopping a huge thing. Yeah. Um, so Amazon describes itself as customer obsessed, and they currently have almost 269,000 employees. Oh, my God. And they're really good to their employees, too. They give them all kinds of benefits and extra stuff. And you and I both know every time we've had a problem with them, they pretty much fix it more than we think they should. True. Yeah, they <laughs> like, overly like, kind. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes, you know, they offer way more than we think we should be getting. So they definitely, I mean, you can tell that they're customers obsessed mm -hmm. um so in a connection with that so um the history of artificial intelligence oh. because you know we'll talk about we'll talk about our echo in a little bit here but so the history of artificial intelligence um started as far back as there's these two greek myths i am gonna butcher these <laughs> um hephaestus Hephaestus um, and Pygmalion. So Pygmalion. Pygmalion. So the, the one of the first ones you've heard the name Pandora. Yes. So Pandora actually is like the Eve of the Greek mythology. 
And um, so Hephaestus, whatever his name is, um, he created her. So she is an artificial being, but she is also like the first woman in in their kind of storyline in their world. Um, and then, you know, the term Pandora's box. Do you know what, what that means? What the whole I've thing is? I've heard it many times. I can't exactly remember what it means. So um, the... You haven't watched enough person of interest with me, I guess. Um, But the phrase is there. The one thing left. There was one thing left in Pandora's box: hope. And so basically, it's talking about her origin story, and it's kind of really similar to Adam and Eve with the the first sin and things like that. Okay. Um, But what's weird is that actually it was called Pandora's jar, but the translation just that doesn't sound quite as good as Pandora's box. So other than her, who was an artificial being, she wasn't real, but she was, I mean, in by definition, she kind of was an artificial intelligence yeah. because she was intelligent and she was artificial. <laughs> <laughs> by, by definition. Yeah. Um, but there was a bronze man named Talos and he was built, um, I think also by... Hephaestus. He built a lot of shit. So he built like um uh he built Zeus's lightning bolt and he cool. built uh somebody's shield. I don't know enough about Greek mythology, but he built basically all of the weapons of the gods and he was kind of like an engineer for the gods. So he built Pandora and then Talos who um was created to protect um this island and basically was just a giant man made out of bronze. And cool. so he was kind of like, but that that's how far back these ideas go. Yeah. As far as we know, I mean, shit, there could have been more and we just don't have record of it or we don't understand what they were talking about. I just love the Greek mythology. And yeah. That's a, like part of artificial intelligence. Yeah, it's really cool. So there was a lot of history of artificial intelligence. So I'm just going to touch on a few points because okay. it would it would be like seven hours long if I talked about everything I wanted to talk about. Um, so in 1672, Gottfried Leibniz, Leibniz, I think, uh, invented binary code. What's binary code? Do you know? It's the computer talk, ones and zeros. Ones and zeros, exactly. And he also designed a machine that did multiplication and division. And he had this really cool idea. Actually, I thought it was really cool when I read about it. But he, his goal in life was to be able to assign everything a number so that all, all problems in the world could be solved mathematically. So, for instance, like... If you and I were arguing, um, let's say I my number is one and your number is four, and then we divide it by whatever the argument is about, and that then we have an algebraic solution, and this solution means this, you know what I mean? So yeah. he basically just wanted to make everything based off of math and logic instead of any type of emotion. And so that was the first... Here's the picture of the machine. It's really cool looking. It mul- wow. it did multiplication and division on its own, but there's no like screen or anything like that. It's just it's just you know very mechanical, not run by any type of electricity or anything like that. Right. Really rudimentary, but still did it on its own. So it was kind of smart in its own way. Very interesting. Yeah, the first working program controlled p- computer was built by Conrad Zeus Zeus. In 1941, and he named it the Z3, and this is him standing next to it. And what this is called, this is the first 
Turing complete machine. Do you know who Alan Turing was? No. So he invented the Turing test, which is basically um, a set of rules and a way to define how smart a machine is. And so he created this test. And actually, he, in talking about these future computers that I'm going to mention, had a lot to do with creating artificial intelligence in general. But he created that test. And actually, I'm probably going to make a lot of person of interest references because it's really related. But one of her aliases is Carolyn Turing. And that is an homage to him because he created this test for artificial intelligence, basically. I like that. Yeah. So uh, person of interest is a great show because it has to do with everything that we're talking about now. And you'd be amazed how much of what's in that show is actually really on par with reality, which makes it even scarier, I think. The first actual artificial intelligence program was built at the University of Manchester in 1951, and it played chess and checkers. Cool. Yeah, so it was an actual computer. Um, There's not really... I mean, the screen is really small. It's not really like what you would picture now. Right. Um, But... Yeah, so it played chess and checkers with people. And it was built on a machine called the Ferranti Mark I. And this was based off of a machine called the Mark I that was from... It was the Manchester Mark I. So this... I believe it was the man's name. I can't honestly remember. But he renamed it Ferranti Mark I because he went off of what the University of Manchester had already created. Okay. So basically giving them credit still. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So now we have modern artificial intelligence programs. What are they? There's three main ones. So we have Amazon's, which is... Yeah, we have the Echo. Uh, well, what's, who is, what's her name? Amazon Alexa? Yes, Alexa. Oh. So, the artifi- so the Echo... Cancel! Sorry. I didn't, I didn't want to trigger her. I didn't know. She's triggered. <laughs> um, so from here on out, because we have an echo in the room with us, every time we say Alexa, cancel, <laughs> we will actually just say sexy Lexi because she does not respond to that. So if I want to talk to her, I will use the A word. Otherwise, when we say sexy Lexi, just know that we're talking about um, that we're talking about her. <laughs> so then, what's Microsoft's? It's in Halo. Um, She's in Halo. Cortana. Cortana. And then Apple's. Siri. Siri. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So Sexy Lexi was actually inspired by the onboard system that's on Enterprise, um, the spaceship on Star Trek. What? Yeah. So it had this really intricate onboard system that would basically talk to them and do what they wanted, and that's was kind of where the idea came from originally. So it was a huge nerd. Yeah, (laughs) yes, exactly. Well, it has to be a huge nerd if they're creating something like this. Come on. That's very true. Um, It could also be a reference to something called the Library of Alexandria, which was a huge library, an Egyptian library, and it was one of the biggest in the world, and it was destroyed at one point. Um, But that, so I mean, if you think about it, she's a library of tons of information. Uh, and also, they chose it because they knew that the X was going to be relatively unique. I keep making sure she's not I triggered. Um, so they knew that the X sound would be unique because not very many words or names have that in there. So that's okay. kind of why why they decided to name her what they did. So one thing that I found, I'm sure that it's it's benign and it's not a big deal, but 
one thing that I found when I was researching it is that Amazon pushes for other people for the advancement of artificial intelligence, basically. So first of all, they have a fund that they call the Sexy Lexi Fund to help progress other companies who are working with artificial intelligence. So they're actively paying other companies that are making artificial intelligence advances to make more advances. That's a little weird. Have you ever seen the movie Antitrust? No, I've heard of that one though. So it's about it's basically about Microsoft. It's a like a spin-off of Microsoft and uh this guy and his friends are hackers and they're just like they do it as a hobby and eventually he finds out that the whole time because his friend gets murdered and he's Chinese or Asian so they make it look like a hate crime mm-hmm. and but eventually he the main character Ryan Felipe actually he finds out that um, they have cameras set up in all of their houses and they're ta- they tapped into their computers so that they can take any information they want from them and implement mm-hmm. it into their new programs. So his Asian friend had come up with a really good idea for what was Skype, basically, in the oh movie. Yeah, and they killed him and took it. And so I think of that when I think of this because they're, they're closely... It's like keep your friends close and your enemies closer. Yeah. They're just watching them and waiting for some kind of advancement. And you know that if they do something that's even bigger than what they already have happening with Sexy Lexi, they're going to buy it out. And it's just going to be... They'll probably try to take it over or just take it from them altogether. Exactly. The other thing that they have just started doing is that they are allowing all other apps to incorporate Sexy Lexi's code, and they call it Amazon Lex. And this this basically means that um, they are trying to make it as widespread as possible because the, so basically they're not making anyone pay for this. The code is just available online and they're saying if you want an artificial intelligence in your app for whatever your app is, make sure you put sexy Lexi in it. And here's the code for her to do that. That's really weird. So one, they're funding advancement for it, and two, they're encouraging widespread usage of it for other people. So those things are both kind of scary, because the next topic is AI uprising and takeover. Mm. So it's been theorized and depicted numerous times in media that an artificial intelligence may gain consciousness and rule over humanity. So here's some examples. What what shows this? Person of interest. Person of interest. (laughs) Cortana. C-3PO is even an artificial intelligence. So now thinking about what, how an artificial intelligence may think, I mean, it might not even be called that. I don't even know what it would be called. Buffering. (laughs) (laughs) I like buffering. Well, so if let's say that one rose to power, So let's say that humans are even just trying to be friends with it and trying to get along with it. Well, the whole point of an artificial intelligence is to be strictly logic and not not like get messed up with emotion like yeah. humans do. So if they determine that we were worthless for any reason, so, you know, just because we die, because we're not strong, because any number of reasons, because we can't think at, you know, 3,000 thoughts a second or something like that, they would kill us, basically. So that's... One of many ways that an artificial intelligence could come to power. Like, as in we're defective, so yeah. get rid of us. Right. Well, not even defective. More like they're so stuck on thinking logically that they just think, 
not logical kill humans more logical to eradicate humans you know what i mean yeah um so there's this really interesting paradox called the fermi paradox have you heard of that before i feel like you've told me about i probably have (laughs) the whole premise is essentially that we know that there has to be something else in the universe because it's infinite and it's huge and something else living has to exist Mm -hmm. but by now somebody should have come into contact with some other living thing so why haven't we so in the Fermi Paradox, they list out nine steps that every civilization takes. Um, and it, you know, it, it kind of lists where we came from. And we are actually on, on step number eight. And it has to do with advancement of society and technology and things like that. Mm-hmm. So at step nine, there's something that they call the Great Filter. And the Great Filter essentially is just something that happens that wipes them out. And we don't know what that is. And remember, this is just a theory. Right. So, but so they're saying this. the The great filter is saying that the reason we haven't seen other aliens or other creatures is because the great filter has hit them, and that every civilization has to hit this great filter at some point. So it's entirely possible that the great filter could be artificial intelligences. Because as far as we know, there are artificial intelligences that are already in the universe. They know we're here, but they're just not bothering with us. That's really weird to think about. So if we created one and then they found other artificial intelligences, or again, if they even just thought that humans were worthless. Exactly. So hold on. Do the other steps or levels or whatever lead up so far? Are they accurate? Yeah, I mean, it basically it just has to do with civilization in general and creating sentient beings. Uh, I can't remember what they all are right now, but That's cool. yeah, but I know for sure we're on step eight, well, like scary, right but... before the great filter. Huh. There's another really interesting one, and this is actually just a thought experiment that was um, written on this website called Rational Wiki, where a bunch of just really educated people just get together and have conversations about deep things. But he, they call it Rocco's Basilic. Basilisk. Basilisk. Yeah, Basilisk. Um, but it, so this brings me back to person of interest again. So the machine always has humanity's best interest in mind, but sometimes that means killing someone that you wouldn't think needs to be killed or doing something that you wouldn't think needs to be done because she is so obsessed. The machine is so obsessed with making sure that humanity is safe that sometimes she does completely terrible unhuman things to, to get to that point. So Rocco's Basilisk says that, Um, in the future, there will be an artificial intelligence that will essentially punish all of us that didn't help get get them to that point. So it would um, want to be created so badly that in its best interest, it would be in its best interest to kill anything logically that didn't help get it to that point. Because all it wants is creation. So if there's people that existed in the past that were making it not be created, well, logically, they should be destroyed because they're no good to the end game. Oh, my God. Um, And then that one also has some crazy shit about how, well, even if you don't exist then, it will reincarnate your past self somehow. Uh, Almost like a hologram or something like that. Do you remember how Person of Interest ends? No, I don't. She so Root dies, oh. which we don't talk about yeah, usually. We don't. <laughs> um, but so Root dies and becomes the machine. She basically transcends into it. So the the end of it has her as a hologram. 
okay. Yeah, so maybe it would be kind of something like that. Basically, it would recreate us just so it could destroy us for not helping it get to the point that it was at. That's spiteful. Well, it's logical. That's the scary thing about logic is that if you don't put at least some emotion into it, it can be super scary and flat and cold. Yeah. Moving on. So Elon Musk, uh, Bill Gates, and Stephen Hawking have all talked about how artificial intelligence is going to take over and we should probably be scared of it and look into it. So, okay. so Elon Musk developed Tesla, SpaceX. He's a huge uh, name in the scientific community. He's almost, I would say, almost like a modern-day Tesla. Awesome. That might be a terrible comparison, but I feel like he's made a lot of accomplishments. And you love Tesla, so that's a I high do. compliment. Yeah, yeah. And so Bill Gates, obviously, created Microsoft, and Stephen Hawking, one of the smartest men in the world. Brilliant. Yes, so all three of them have said, yo, this is going to get... And mind you, Elon Musk is actually creating his own artificial intelligence right now, too. He is. Yeah, so they're just like, take a step back, guys. This shit is going to get out of control fast. We really need to keep an eye on it. Um, But we're really not (laughs) for whatever reason. So if those people are concerned, it stands to reason that we should absolutely be concerned about it. Uh, So now moving on to Amazon and the NSA. So the first security agency was created in 1907. It wasn't called National Security Agency at that time. It was it was under a different name. It made a few other name changes. And then shortly after World War II in 1952, Harry Truman signed for the NSA to be created. So it was kind of like how we created um, or how it got really amped up after 9-11 how okay. how Bush kind of pushed for more security to keep yeah. us safe from terrorism. It was kind of the same thing with Harry Truman, except it was more World War II type thing. Um, and and again, after 9-11 happened, it, was, it just exploded. They started to pass things like the Patriot Act, which essentially means that they can call anyone a terrorist at any time whenever they want to. Um, so that's pretty scary. And the NSA does have the ability to get a lot of information from us. They can get our phone records, usage on pretty much every website. So they know they would know my whole history of what I shop for on Amazon. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to Amazon. Um, On Amazon, they would know everything I do on Facebook. You know, my grandma says happy birthday. They know that. On top of that, they can also hack your devices and track your movement with GPS. Oh and all of this is proven. This isn't just a theory. All of this is proven. Oh, God. Is that why Pokemon Go was so popular? That's That was actually what I thought immediately when that happened was, yeah. oh, my gosh, now they can track us even easier. We, don't, we give them permission yeah. to track us. A lot of uh, apps now will have these crazy outlandish, outlandish permissions, and most people don't even look at them. The app permissions are extra scary because they can track you, read your emails. Some of them even have the, like, there's this app called Paribus, or this website, and it's, I used it because it's supposed to get you rebates on Amazon stuff that you buy. Um, But Amazon doesn't let you do that anymore. However, when you agree to let them scan your email, there's also part of it that says that they can delete your emails. What? Yeah. 
I mean, they probably never would, but you're giving them permission. Why, yeah, why would they even insert that? Yeah, it's like the South Park episode where Kyle doesn't read the oh Apple terms of use, so they turn him into a Sentai pad. Yeah. That is exactly what's happening. We're signing away our lives every day and not even really think about, thinking about it because it's normal. Right. And our lives are everywhere on the internet. I mean, look at look at all of this stuff that we're going to post right now. I mean, there's a picture of our home in it. There's our names in it. We, like, people can figure out the area we live in from this stuff. There's yeah. so many personal things on the internet. It's insane. And we all just are kind of brainwashed to it and just assume that it's fine and normal. Yeah. Uh, do you know, so these white balls in this picture here, ha, do you know where that's from? Have you seen those here? Yeah, isn't that, um, what the fuck is that airbase called? Buckley. Buckley, yes. So, um, one of the NSA networks, it was developed shortly after the Cold War, they call it Echelon, and it's those balls. And they haven't confirmed if the ones at Buckley Air Force Base are that, but come on. I mean, that's got to be what it is. Because the reason they're giant white balls is because there's satellites inside. Mm. And the ball protects it from weather. Okay. Yeah. So this is essentially just a huge spying system. They say that it's for war reasons, so they're tapping radio signals and shit like that. But, but like... Come on. I mean, honestly, this is, they could get any number, any, any kind of information they wanted. Where else are those? All over the country. Really? Yeah, all over the country. And some of them have confirmed that they are Echelon, but like I said, the ones at Buckley look exactly identical. And I worked with that girl um, when I worked for Nintendo, and she said that her brother worked there, but he wasn't allowed to tell them what, what he did. That's right. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, uh, so, it's extra scary now that Edward Snowden has has released all the information that he has. How much do you know about him? I've heard the name many times, but you know me, I don't look into it. <laughs> so, he was, he was uh, a whistleblower for the NSA, and he was working at the NSA, and he saw that all this stuff that they were doing were wrong. Basically, tapping into webcams, like, people home, people's Wait, home so webcams. Yeah. Okay. I know, I know that. Okay. Yes. And so he, uh, that's what he did. He, as he was working for the NSA, he was just slowly put a little bit of information on the internet here and there. And for a long time, people questioned the validity of it, but then it came abundantly clear that he actually knew what he was talking yeah. about. So I've been wanting to watch, there's that movie Snowden that just came out. There's, so there's two movies. One is called, I think, Citizen Four, and it's actually a, a documentary about him himself. And then the movie Snowden with um, Joseph Gordon-Lovett. Yeah. And he plays Edward Snowden. Yeah. So I've been wanting to watch that one because it looks really interesting. But he, Edward Snowden, has actually, he did this uh, TED Talk where he Skyped in for it or FaceTimed in or what have you. (laughs) And he straight up said that Amazon is leaking customer data to the NSA. And he was, tore them apart for not using encrypted browsing because they don't. And it's probably because Amazon recently did a $600 million deal with the CIA so the CIA needed this cloud program to fight terrorism or whatever 
fucking reason they gave for it. And Amazon Web Services designed it. What the fuck? Yeah. So now not only do we have Amazon potentially listening in on all of these things, but they have clear connections with the CIA. And Edward Snowden himself, an ex-NSA employee, has said they obviously are leaking their information. Alexa, do you work for the NSA? No. I'm not employed by them. I'm made by Amazon. Alexa, are you going to take over the world? I have nothing to do with Skynet. Don't worry. Skynet is the AI in Terminator that takes over the world. Okay, I was like, what? She got jokes. Sexy Lexi got jokes. But in reality, it's 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 scary. Because even if you look at us right now, what we're using to record our voices are three Amazon Fire tablets. <coughs> and then in the same room as us, we have the Echo Dot. <coughs> um, so on top of the Dot, which already can listen to us, um, Alexa... What do you do with my information? Sorry, I'm not sure about that. She has no idea. Okay. Well, so <laughs> aside her from her, so when you ask her, um, oh, Alexa, are you spying on me? I only send audio back to Amazon when I hear you say the wake word. For more information and to view Amazon's privacy notice, visit the help section of your Alexa app. Okay, so even if that is true, even if she's only listening for the wake word, how many times have we said another word and then are having a totally different conversation and she's listening because she thinks we said her name? That actually has happened multiple times where we'll hear her say that response and yeah. we're like, wait a minute, yeah. I've been talking to you. Because one, I don't feel like that's true, especially now that I know they have strong ties with the CIA, mm-hmm. which is also connected with the NSA, and that all of that, all of those intelligence and spying agencies they're all the same basically um but yeah so even if that was true which again i don't think it is she can still hear conversations we're having because it triggers for other things sometimes and if we use the word because you can either use um sexy lexi Mm -hmm. or amazon for the trigger word and if you use amazon imagine how many times we would trigger it accidentally without even talking to it oh god that's true yeah yeah. Does it come on a specific setting? What do you mean? Like, it does it come with, you have to set it Amazon or I Alexa think it or... comes as Sexy Lexi. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, you gotta stop saying her name. <laughs> we don't want her to trigger. Um, so then, aside from these devices that just recently, so there's the Echo, which is the tall one. Right. There's the Echo Tap, I think, which is a little bit bigger than that one. And then the Dot, which is the, the small circular one that we have there. Mm-hmm. Um, Aside from those, they just released two more products that really freaked me out and are actually what prompted me to do this. So I already showed you one of them, but there's the Echo Look. There, It's a camera. It's a camera with Sexy Lexi inside of it. And it's they're they're marketing it as a like basically a really good selfie camera, a fashion camera, and still does all the same things as Sexy Lexi. So you can get your outfit picked out and then order an Uber to go out for a night on the town. And that's kind of how they're marketing it is is like that. But to me, I'm just like you already have the ability to listen to me whenever you want, yeah. and this really freaks me out. 
I suppose it's not that much different than having all of these webcams everywhere, too, all of the cameras attached to the tablets. But they don't have artificial intelligence in them like that one does. So it makes it a little bit scarier. And then here's the other product here, which is, what what is it called? I can't even remember what this new one is called. So this is the newest one then? So this one is, so this camera is just called Echo Look. And then the other one is called, oh, Echo Show. That's what it's called. And it has, a. it's like basically a tablet that sits on your counter. But it okay. has Sexy Lexi in it. But see, that's appealing though. I'm Isn't like, it? That'll be so easy to use. That'll be great. Precisely. And... That's, I think, part of what makes it so scary for me is that I want to be a part of that. And that goes back to what we were saying with, uh, you know, going ahead and accepting permissions and things like that without even thinking. We're desensitized to it. We're actively trying to be a part of it. I literally want one of these. And I feel guilty for it (laughs) because I know that someone's probably watching me. Yeah. A lot of people have the argument of, well, I don't really care because what do I do? I don't, if someone wants to watch me, um, you know, jerk off to weird porn and eat Cheetos afterwards, well, cool, they can. But, but that's just opening a whole door. uh, That's opening Pandora's box Uh back to the beginning. Uh, But that's just opening a whole slew of problems because if you're okay with that well how okay are you well is it okay if they're in the shower with you well I mean you're just naked but you're not doing anything you're just in the shower can't they just watch like it's a slippery slope yeah yeah exactly and also if we are looking at the fact that artificial intelligence may take over one day well this is a great way to do it yeah I know for sure that I'm going to be one of the ones that helps and pushes it into creation. So maybe you'll survive. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I'll die. I you're not going to be into it? I haven't supported it enough. True. True. I mean, really? but I want, I want that, so we'll see. I'm only like, go outside of Amazon's headquarters and just have, like, a I love AI sign yeah. dancing around. Yes. All right. Well, do you have any other comments about any of this or questions? I mean, my only thought is, do you think that there is a way you can even get away from it? Like, whether or not we choose to, you know, purchase those or have tablets and stuff, like, can you get away from it at all? No, not really, unless you choose to not carry any type of cell phone and live in an area that's completely rural and has no type of cameras anywhere. Because even right now, if we, so let's say we walk from here a block away, there Mm -hmm. would be, um, I know there's at least two security cameras, and then there's one traffic camera right there too. So that's just three cameras in a block that would be able to track us. I do not like that. Yeah. It's scary to think about. Oh, God. And then there are the dangers of other people. We were at Walmart recently, right? And some guy was just FaceTiming something. You remember that? Mm Mm-mm. Yeah, he was just, you know, going around the store doing that. And That's right, and we were in it. That's yeah. right, we were in and it. Yeah, it got weird. There was actually somebody recently who, uh, while while he was taking the subway, he would take pictures of people while they were reading or whatever, and he used a facial recognition software to oh find their, their social media profiles. And I don't know if that's true, because everything I read 
There wasn't a really good source. They didn't really prove how he did it. Okay. But if he did, that's really scary. Because he was just able to just take a picture of them eating or reading or whatnot. And then he would um, use that recognition software and it would find their social medias. I hate the facial recognition on social media. Like when it pops up and it knows exactly who everyone is. Mm -hmm. Like that's, it shouldn't know that. I think facial recognition is going to be one of the biggest things in this road to... I, I think that artificial inta- artificial intelligence takeover is inevitable. Yeah. Whether it happens in our lifetime or not, I probably not. But I mean, I, I think that it's inevitable no matter what. Right. So I, mean, I, think I think that. that start. Yeah. So I really do believe that the facial recognition software is going to be one of the biggest scariest things for it because then if we go back to the Patriot Act again, so now why would Amazon be spying on us? Why would the NSA be spying on us? Well, because they can get rid of us easily if they want to. True. So now let's say that we, let's say that Trump gets even more power than he already has. And he decides to kind of pull a Hitler type deal and take out anyone who doesn't agree with him. One, it'll turn into a witch hunt. So people will get blamed left and right. But two, with the Patriot Act, they can essentially say that anything makes you unpatriotic and makes you hate Trump. And then at that point, they can take you into custody and do whatever they want with you. That's awful. Yeah. And going back to social media, hey, they just have to spy on you. Go ahead and see what you've liked or done. Friend you. Yeah. Like any. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, it's too easy. It is too easy. I don't like that. I know. Well, I'm officially creeped out. Same here. And I don't have anything else. So do you have anything else that you want to end with? No, I'm just terrified now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Perfect. Now that we're all freaked out, that is all I have for today. Remember, if you want to win the Amazon gift card, $10 Amazon gift card, just go ahead and subscribe, and then maybe one day you'll be lucky like us and you'll get listened in on by Amazon every (laughs) single day. But thank you again for tuning in. Hope you guys have a good one, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.